Hi, it's Richard from the Story Walk Podcast. The Story Walk Podcast is composed of real stories that I make up while I am out hiking, snowshoeing, skiing, and backpacking with my children. You may notice background noise during the podcast due to the real nature of recording these stories in the outdoors. The Story Walk Podcast is supported by 10adventures.com. Go on 10 adventures to find great family adventures in over 60 countries on Earth. Imagine a family-friendly safari in the Serengeti, exploring Inca ruins in Peru, a cycling holiday on car-free roads in Germany, and many, many more great ideas. To find all the great family adventure ideas and to make memories that will last a lifetime, check out 10adventures.com family. Now, on to today's story. Here we are at our first outdoor campfire of the year. We're in the mountains surrounded by snow. This episode goes out to Jackson, whose dad emailed me to let me know that Jackson told him the final episode of Rat Cabin hadn't been released. Thanks, Jackson. I hope you like this episode as well. This is an episode of The Detective Brothers. Henry, Alex, and William were very, very bored. The problem was they were too good at their job. The criminals had all been caught. The bad guys had given up. Even what criminals had left had decided it was no use being bad. They knew that Henry, Alex, and William would find them. Night after night and week after week, Henry, Alex, and William spent their time in their treehouse, searching the world for trouble. But the problem was there was none. William had a great idea. Why don't we try and build something cool? Maybe a spaceship to go solve crime on other planets. Henry and Alex looked at William. They liked the idea, but Alex said, space travel's pretty hard. I'm not sure we have enough tools and the right materials to do it. Henry was typing away furiously at his computer. Hold on guys, we might just be able to do something super cool, said Henry. His brothers looked at him. What? Alex and William said in unison. Henry looked over. He said, I'm thinking we might build a time machine. Alex and William's eyes opened wide. They love the idea of a time machine. Do you know how to do it? Asked William. Do we have the right materials? Asked Alexander. Henry smiled. I know how to do it and I've been stockpiling very difficult materials to get for the last couple of months. The only issue is, will mom and a dad allow us to do it? The brothers looked at each other. Let's not tell them, William asked. But Henry and Alexander knew that that was not a good idea. The detective brothers got on the zip line from their treehouse. Henry had built it the past summer. He got on the first zip line. He grabbed hold and zoomed down, landing right by the kitchen door. He knocked on the window, and just as his mom opened the door, Alex and William came down as well, going two at a time on the zip line. Alex and William, screeched their mother, only one at a time. Alex and William said, sorry, mom, is that around? Their dad walked out. Hello guys, what's going on? Why was your mom upset? Did you guys double up on the zip line? Alex and William smiled. Henry said, 
Dad, I gotta ask you a question. Uh-oh, what is it? Who are we saving? I thought you guys had caught all the bad guys. Henry smiled. Of course we have, Dad. I gotta ask you if we can build something. The detective brothers all looked at their dad. His eyes were wide. He loved building stuff. What are you thinking about building? Should we build a new shed? Maybe we build a new bike? What about something else? Maybe a robot? The detective brothers looked at their dad. They'd already built all those things. They were boring. William said, we want to try something a little bit more challenging. Alexander smiled. It's very challenging. Henry looked over, straight at his dad. It's a time machine. What? yelled their dad. A time machine? You guys can't build a time machine. You don't know how. Alexander William looked at Henry. Henry brought up his laptop and started typing. Actually, said Henry, it's not as complex as people think. If you see, I've modeled a few formulas here, and with the right tools and the right circuits, I believe we can build this quite economically and we can have it working by the end of the weekend. Everyone looked at each other and then back at Henry. What did you say, they said? Oh, it's just a matter of space-time interfluxes. It'll be quite easy. Dad, do we have any titanium in the house? I will need titanium, maybe some magnesium, carbon fiber, and a whole lot of technology. The dad looked at them. Henry, this better work because it's gonna be very expensive. I will let you do this on one condition. You promise not to use it without my approval. I don't want you three going off to some other time or dimension and us never seeing you again. You are all too important. The detective brothers were already out the door yelling, Okay, Dad! Okay, Mom! Talk to you later! They could hear their parents talking to each other as they climbed up the hanging ladder into their treehouse. The rest of that night, Henry was explaining to his brothers how they were going to build the time machine. He had blueprints and mathematical calculations, and he typed furiously at his computer. His brothers looked at him, ate potato chips, and drank Fanta. They were not as good as Henry was at inventing time machines. That was something Henry had been working on for over two years. He'd started when he was nine. He was a time machine expert by now. He was almost 11. Later that evening, Henry started building the time machine. The first thing to do was to build all the circuitry that would send them to a different time. While his brothers fell asleep, Henry worked through the night. He had a series of pliers and wires, circuits, screwdrivers, ratchets, hammers. He even had a soldering gun, although he didn't know how to use it. He knew he was only allowed to use it when his dad was around. He finally passed out as the sun came up. He was awoken very soon afterwards by his brothers. They were shaking the time machine, which right now looked a little bit like three pizza boxes made out of metal. What are you doing? yelled Henry as Alexander and William shook these pizza-looking boxes. They stopped. We're just seeing what you built. You can't shake the boxes, you'll destroy them, yelled Henry. He quickly got the metal boxes from his brothers and put them back on. Do they work? asked William. I don't know, said Henry. Anyways, this is just the internals that will send us to time. We need some sort of vehicle 
so we're safe and we don't get discombobulated when we're going between times. Alexander and William looked at Henry and said together, Discombobulated? Yes, said Henry. That is what happens if everything goes wrong. We can all be discombobulated. I don't want to be discombobulated, they said. William looked at Henry. Tell me what discombobulated means. Henry looked at them. Quit crying. I don't know what discombobulated is. I don't even know what it means. But I was reading, this is what happens to us if it all goes wrong. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound like eating an ice cream cone or going to the fair. If that was the downside, I'd know. It would be pretty okay. Discombobulated sounds very, very bad. The brothers all agreed. They did not want to be discombobulated, whatever that meant. They batted around a few ideas for what the vehicle could be that they would be inside to time travel. They looked around the treehouse. They thought, well, whatever we build for our time travel machine, it's gonna be in the treehouse. So let's find something the treehouse needs. The first thing they suggested was a pole to get down even faster or a slide. Then they looked at maybe putting in bunk beds. But then Alexander made a good point. You know what, he said, guys, I'm tired of having to zip line back home, go into the kitchen, take my shoes off, walk through the living room, wash my hands, open the door and go to the toilet there. Why don't we build our vehicle as a toilet in the treehouse? Then if it doesn't work, at least we got a toilet. All the brothers looked at him. A toilet? They said. Alexander smiled. A toilet. William and Henry looked at each other. Then Henry said, you know what? A toilet's not a bad idea. We can all fit inside. It's naturally got a seat. It's got a source of water in case we land in a place where there's no water. And it's enclosed and it's quite protective. Alexander, we're gonna build a time machine in a toilet. William goes, I love it. Toilet time machine, the TTM. All the brothers smiled and yelled out, here's to the TTM. The rest of the day was spent hammering and building a toilet. They wanted it to be strong, so they built it initially out of wood. Then they went inside and got their dad to help them with some sheet metal. On the outside, it was silver metal, looked very sturdy. On the inside, it was wood and looked very cozy. The door had three latches on it. They wanted to make sure that there was no chance of the door opening while they were traveling between time. Throughout the entire day, they were very careful about not even mentioning the possibility of getting discombobulated. As the day came to a close, their dad came home. He'd been out all day, working in the front yard and the backyard, doing jobs. He'd had to go to the hardware store six or seven times. He'd been mowing the lawn. He'd been raking leaves. He'd been planting flowers. He'd been painting the fence. He'd been doing just about everything. When he looked up at the treehouse, he didn't like what he saw. Henry, Alex, William, what have you done? What is this monstrosity? The sun was setting and the sunlight was hitting just the side of the new steel structure and blinding their dad. Henry quickly came down. Dad, obviously we need a vehicle for our time machine. We also need a toilet up at our treehouse. It's only logical we made our time machine a toilet. We call it the TTM, the toilet time machine. 
You did what? Said their dad. It's the TTM, dad. We've got a source of fresh water. So no matter where we land, if we land in the desert, we've got a ton of water. We've got a seat that we can sit on. We've got some toilet paper we can write on. And if we have to go to the washroom, we can do that as well. Even better if none of this works. We've got this now in our treehouse. It is a huge value add to our treehouse. I think I've made our house more saleable if we ever wanted to sell it. The Detective Brothers dad looked at the kids. Why are you adding value to our house if we ever want to sell it? We don't want to sell it. We want to stay here. Oh, okay. Maybe this is a good idea. Now tell me, does it work? Alexander looked at his dad and said, we're testing it tomorrow. How are you testing it? Not one of you. No, no, said William. We have the neighbor's son, Tommy. Tommy's going to go in it. No, said their dad. If you guys can't go in it, we definitely can't have the neighbor Tommy go in it. Although it would be nice. The boys looked up at him. Tommy was a bit of a mean kid. He'd been picking on other kids and was a bit of a bully. Okay, so what can we do then, said Henry. Their dad thought. Here's what we're going to do. We are going to send a hamster back in time using the TTM. The boys weren't sure, but they wanted to test it out. They agreed. The next morning was Sunday. They'd wake up early, go and buy a hamster, and then head up to the washroom and let that hamster go. Wait, not, it doesn't, not like that. He was gonna sit in the washroom in his cage and be sent to a different time. He was not going into the toilet time machine to go to the washroom. Oh, so confusing to explain this concept. I hope everyone can understand it. The next morning, everyone was up early. Their mom made delicious waffles, bacon, eggs, sausages, fresh glasses of orange juice. Everyone was excited. They went over to the pet store and bought a new hamster. It was a cute little hamster, brown with little black beady eyes. They called the hamster Norman. Norman the hamster. They wrote out some information about Norman on a piece of paper and taped it to the top of his cage. When they carried Norman up to the secret hideout in their treehouse and put him inside the toilet time machine, they thought they saw Norman the hamster smile, but they weren't sure because he was a hamster and it's hard to tell if hamsters are smiling or not. The boys got out of the toilet. They went over to Henry's computer he started typing furiously. When should we send them? They needed to find a time where the people could read English and they would be able to go inside and send proof. They decided to send the hamster to San Francisco at the height of the gold rush in the 1800s. They wrote a note inside the toilet time machine explaining who Norman was and what they needed. They asked whoever found Norman to write them a note and also include a newspaper or put in a coin from the year when they found him. They went back to Henry's computer. Henry typed away. Everyone looked at, looked at each other. Henry pressed enter. They heard a whirring noise. The lights in the house went a bit dim. It was taking a lot of energy to use the toilet time machine. Just then, there was a loud snapping sound and a puff of smoke 
came out the chimney in the toilet time machine. Alexander and William ran over to open the door. Henry yelled, no, not yet. We don't want either of you to get discombobulated. We've got to wait 30 seconds. They counted down from 30. When that was done, they opened the door. They looked inside. There was nothing inside. The toilet, the sink, Norman and his cage were all gone. Everyone looked at Henry. It worked. It worked. Henry said, it might have worked. We don't know where Norman or the toilet or the sink went. We just know they're gone. Maybe the time machine didn't send them to a different time. It just shrunk them down to the size of a molecule. The brothers looked worried. How do we get Norman back? Asked Alex. Well, I thought of this already. I sent a program that in 48 hours, Norman will automatically be sent back here. Who's ever in the toilet time machine then will come with him. The boy spent the rest of the Sunday just looking at the toilet time machine, expecting something to happen. Nothing happened. The next day they went to school and as soon as school was over, they went straight back to the toilet time machine and nothing happened. The next day was a Tuesday. They went to school. Their dad brought them out of school early. He wanted them to see what would happen. Would Norman come back? Norman's was scheduled to come back at 1.32 in the afternoon. The detective brothers were there. Their mom and dad were there. They even had a video camera watching. At 1.32, the treehouse shirt started to shake. They heard the whirring sound. Just then, they heard the most terrifying yell. Ah! That just kept on going. Alexander and William looked at Henry. Can Norman yell like a human now, they asked? Henry didn't know. I don't know what's going on. The detective brothers, mom and dad went to open the door. Just as they were about to unlock it, Henry yelled, stop, you might be discombobulated. They stopped and looked at him. He was looking at his watch. 12 more seconds, 10, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, Three, two, one, open the toilet time machine. Their dad started unlocking it. There was still something screaming. They opened the door and then their dad stepped back so quickly he almost fell off the treehouse onto the ground. Luckily their mom saved him. As the door stood open, the brothers looked in. It was none other than a wild cowboy standing in the toilet time machine. He had Norman on his shoulder. He looked at them. He started yelling louder. What is happening to me? Alex walked up. Did you use our time machine? Alex said. William yelled, what year are you from? Henry looked over and, and said, Norman, are you okay? Norman seemed to smile, but again, he was a hamster. Really hard to tell. The cowboy looked at him and said, I'm Wild Wally the cowboy. What has happened to me? Henry looked. What do you think has happened to you? The truth is, I don't know what's happened to me. I came into this shiny looking thing about five minutes ago. I was just reading this note and all of a sudden it started to shake and where I couldn't even open the doors. What's going on here? What is with 
these weird houses. What are on your eyes? What's that shiny thing in the corner? Henry looked. These houses are just how houses are built. The weird things on my eyes are glasses. The shiny thing's a computer. It's too complex for you. I won't even try to explain it. You don't even know what a calculator is. You don't even know what a TV is. You'll never figure out this computer. But the truth is, the time machine works. What year did you come from? I came from 1849. I was up on Knob Hill and all of a sudden, I saw this shiny thing. I thought, what is that? I got in and next thing you know, I'm right here. William looked at him. Excuse me, Wild Wally the Cowboy. Do you have any proof you were in 1849? Proof? What do you mean? You brought me here. Alexander explained. They just wanted some proof to make sure the time machine worked. Wally opened up his wallet. It was full of bills like the boys had never seen before. Then he thought, hang on, I also got a newspaper. He took off his cowboy hat. The boys looked at him. Newspaper in your cowboy hat? It keeps my head dry, obviously, you dunces. They looked at each other. Dunces? Who was this guy? They looked at the newspaper. It was from 1849. Their mom and dad looked at the detective brothers. They all looked at each other. It had happened. They had built a time machine. The question was now, what would they use the time machine for? Tune in next episode, where we hear more about how the detective brothers use the incredible time machine they built. The end. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe and give us a rating. This podcast and all the ideas and characters are copyrighted by myself, Richard. Bye-bye.